sure he is dead? Oh, yes. Nothing but death all around us. Yes, what's happening here? You weren't with us, Chesterton, but every insect we came across was dead. Yes. Susan and I saw a great many huge dead ants. Everything else is the same here. Yes, and we don't know what it was that killed them. But that man, he's been shot, murdered. What would kill insects in a perfectly ordinary garden? I mean, pests one can understand, but surely it's wrong to kill bees and worms and things, isn't it? Quite so. Both are vital to the growth of things. However, we must leave this little mystery and get back to the ship. As I said, my dear, it's fortunate for all of us that everything is dead. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, the podcast. We're talking Doctor Who, and we're talking classic Doctor Who today. We're going to go way back to Planet of Giants. Before we get started, though, let me do introductions. I am Ken. Jeff. Eddie. And um, before we get into this, um, what have we been doing? Watching, reading, whatever? I watched the first two episodes of Echo from uh on disney plus it's mm-hmm. part of the mcu it mm-hmm. seems like it's taking place right after the events in hawkeye if oh, you okay. saw hawkeye so you know right after she shoots the kingpin it takes place right after so Spoilers. well if they haven't seen it now it's been what two years three years since <laughs> they haven't seen it now too bad so i've actually, I actually watched I've watched four episodes of that. Did you like it? I, I like it so far. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty good. It's different. It's, I it's can always smaller. tell. I I was looking online about it. There's like a lot of people that liked it. A lot of the comic book websites are enjoying it. And then you see the, oh, I don't like it. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, is it because you can't read? Because you have to actually read when she's doing the sign language and they have the subtitles is is that the problem or is it because it's a woman that took down the kingpin just so i'm just like more of the people who like it outweighed those that don't and you can probably guess why they don't like it so mm-hmm. i just think that's on my list to watch so i'm looking forward to seeing it so I'm her, really good to know it's the, worth watching the fight scenes are pretty cool <laughs> i'll okay. give you that they're they're really good Especially the, the the one specific one. Yeah. What about you, Annie? I finished watching the after party season two. Yay! <laughs> well, it uh, seems I, like every time we we're doing this one, that was what you were. You were watching. That's okay. <laughs> I'm watching lots of stuff. I'm kind of behind on all these things. Now I still have that free trial from Apple TV, so I'm trying to cram all the Apple TV shows in. You got the, the Godzilla uh, Godzilla Monarch Legacy of Monsters just finished. Just The last episode just came out yesterday. I'm not so. a huge monster movie fan. But it's is not. It, is it worth watching anyway? Yes, because like the, the better Godzilla movies, where it is, it's more character-driven on the human aspect, and of course the monster's there, that's what this one is like. It's not okay. like... The ones that this group makes for the big screen where it's just like all out monster fighting monster stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more like, I don't know if you saw Kong Skull Island where it's, it's spent more about, you know, Loki or what's his name? The guy who plays Loki aspect is centered on him and whoever, uh, Captain Marvel, whatever her name is. It's it's more like, like that. 
I can't okay. think of that. Sounds it's, like it's a great more, movie. King Kong versus uh, Captain Marvel Loki. Brie oh, Larson, I, I think her name is. Yeah, Brie Larson and uh, Hiddleston. I think yeah. I still think Skull Kong Skull Island is like one of the better movies that they that this group came out with, besides the uh, the first Godzilla when he attacked San Francisco. Okay. Because after that, when Millie Bobby Brown was in it, they're kind of like, uh, okay, it's just, yeah. All right, maybe I will check it out. But uh, well, at, at, least, at least for getting back to the after party, I thought it was a good season. It wasn't as strong as the first season, and I am very disappointed to hear that they've canceled now that there won't be a season three because huh. I would like to see these characters again. Yeah. But I thought the mystery oh. was solid, and the way they solved it was solid. So is this the show where people are all up in arms about when it got canceled? Or is that on a different streaming platform? There's so many shows out there. Because something just got canceled. canceled that people are all like upset about. And I didn't know if it was what you were watching or if it was something else. Well, this is canceled a few months ago, I think. I just haven't got a chance to watch right. it yet. So This was something recent. So Okay. Do we have any Doctor Who news? Yes. They're coming out with um, another one of those uh, Blu-ray sets. This one is for Tom Baker's season, what season, 15? 15, I think. Yes, the, it's the one that has Horror Fang Rock, The Invisible Enemy, Image of Fendel, Sunmakers, Underworld, Invasion of Time. Yeah, season 15. So that's coming out soon in England, but you got to wait a while for the United States because last year's tw season 20 still hasn't been released yet in the United States and that was released in the end of August or beginning of September in England. So let's talk about Planet of, the Planet of Giants. Ah, a three-parter. How many three-parters of Doctor Who exist? Is this the only one or is there one more? I thought there was another... I'm, I'm just blanking on it, but um, three parts. No, maybe, maybe, maybe it is. This should have been two. It was supposed to be four. It's supposed to be four. Yeah, um, there's that whole mythology that there's an actual fourth episode floating around or whatever. Well, um, on the DVD, there's a recreation of of the of the the deleted of the stuff they cut out. So it definitely was something that they, I believe they worked on and they actually, I thought I read that they filmed it and then they just edited them all out and destroyed them. But I don't know why there wouldn't be any credence to the idea that they could potentially exist somewhere, just like the pilot exists, you know, that you would think that would have been something that would have been destroyed. But, um... I just couldn't see this being dragged out to a fourth four-parter. I'm glad it, was it just, wasn't. I think it was just yeah. enough for three. Um, it shouldn't have even been three. It could have been easily a two-parter. Mm -hmm. well, I, I guess in the deleted episode, there's um they they spend a while. Uh, you know, again, I watched the recreation. That what they did was they used existing pictures and they used some. They put together some computer-generated. Um, like the cat was computer generated and they walked around and stuff like that. And I guess William Russell did the voice of a couple, you know, you know, they brought in people to do their voices and stuff.
but they they spend quite a bit of time disposing of the dead body that they shoot at the at the beginning, and then oh. the the cat dies. And um, oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and uh, there's more about the plan and more, you know, whatever. But it was a kind of a neat little thing. Um, the guy that they got to play Hartnell's voice was incredible because I'm sitting there going, this sounds just like him. I mean, where do they get that? I thought they initially got that from other episodes they just kind of put together. But no, this was, I guess, someone doing Hartnell's voice. Hmm. But it was pretty pretty neat. Um, but it definitely would have, um, it was already slow to begin with. There wasn't much happening. It's very pedestrian and kind of... Um, you know, I, I, I get the point what they're trying to do. That it's like they're trying to I, I thought they did pretty good with the special effects. The the Oh yeah, the sets it, and stuff were were really really good, but just the story just fell flat. Yeah. I mean it was well, more about is, a crime drama, basically. Yeah, but I want to say this is my first time seeing the this story. Okay. And I came into it cold, not knowing anything about it. And I was pleasantly surprised in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Because my experience with, you know, over small stories is, you know, um, Planet of the Giants or, or Land of the Giants, which was a series on TV for ages ago. And there was Dr. Shrinker. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh, yeah. 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 So I was, to me, this was a step above those because they actually gave a good reason why they were small. It wasn't just, oh, look, we're on a planet of giants. It was like something wrong with the TARDIS. Um, there was sort of a logical, at least within the the framework of the story reason for it so that was good and they all like the way they handled some aspects of being small like you couldn't hear the quote-unquote giants yeah. and they couldn't hear you which is something that's overlooked in other stories like that mm-hmm. yeah. but they really explain why they they shrunk or did they just walk out and just accepted the fact well the tardis door was left open or something and yeah i mean they didn't yeah, really it was give a problem they didn't go to detail, but how much detail can you go into? I mean, it's it's the TARDIS, you know. Yeah. Some techno babble thing that happened, and and then whatever they did, they ended up reversing it by bringing that um that seed in or whatever, and um mm-hmm. you know showing that they they were back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, this is um. I think it was uh, written by Lewis Marks and directed by Marvin Pinfield, Pinfield and Douglas Camfield. Uh, this is the first time that we that Dudley Simpson w- did the music, so that was kind mm-hmm. of interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, pretty weak story. Um, it's it's about a couple of people who are like trying to, you know, experiment with a pesticide and. The guy murders someone, and then they're trying to figure out what to do with that. And you know, should we go ahead with this? You know, it's killing thing. It's just kind of like. And, and meanwhile, the, our TARDIS crew are kind of separate from that for a while until they get involved with them. Um, until Barbara touches it, the seed that has the yeah. DN six on it. I, I thought that was the funniest part of the whole episode. Was she does it, and then for the rest of the episode, Ian's like. Boy, whoever gets that, die, that insect must have died instantly. And she's like, "Shut up!" You know. Yeah, it was almost uh, to the point of what, what type type of idiot would touch the uh, poisonous seed? And it's just like, it's like, and she's like there, like she wants to kill him. Yeah. Or like, yeah. 
I'm just like, just tell him now. And she's just like afraid to tell him. Well, I can see that happening in real life. You know, you said just something wrong. You don't want to admit it to people. You don't want to admit that you're sick and everything. Um, I was, I do feel kind of bad for Barbara because she just kind of spent a lot of the episode just lying around and not doing much. She was a damsel in distress. I suppose the stronger character we've seen her in other, other episodes. Yeah. Too bad it wasn't Susan that was the one that was lying down the whole time. She was so annoying. Oh my God. Eh, I didn't think she was annoying. Uh, I know you don't like her anyway, but I I didn't find her. Annoying. No, just the way she's like. Oh, oh my God, I, I, I found it. I found it interesting when you look at this and you and you look at um, the other one, the two parter. Um, um, I can't remember the name of it offhand. It's one of my favorite episodes. There's an episode earlier in the first season where they. Um, oh, you mean the uh, Edge of Destruction? Edge of Destruction. Um, it's fascinating to see those two episodes because, and, and some of the four-parters, based on the fact that a lot of the Hartnell episodes are longer than four. I mean, the average is probably four, but there's six-parters, there's seven seven-parters, there's ten-parter, or um, twelve-parter, or whatever, twelve. So. Yeah. Um, when you get to those mega stories, they just have so many. They get captured, they get they escape. The actor goes on vacation, so they're not in scene in two episodes, and it's just this long, drawn-out process. Where imagine watching it on a weekly basis, and you would be in that world of the Daleks or um, Dalek Master Plan or whatever else. Um, most of the Dalek episodes were longer. And maybe that's okay, but when you get to a historical and it's four parts or six parts or something, it's just like drag. It must just be like, wow. But this is like, it just really brings you the story pretty quick. Mm-hmm. They get in they and get out. I mean, it's just kind of refreshing. So, you know, we, we say if it was longer, it would have been dragging, but um, yeah, it was almost too long as it was but because uh, there wasn't much to it it was a very basic plot um it kind got of to the up. point it, it got boring after a while yeah parts that were think, yeah it, it was kind of slow with parts you know just kind of see him going down the chain again and of course if barbara can't do anything and oh my god they're drowned <laughs> yes yeah. well i i think um, the the spectacle of it, and it, I guess it was kind of a spectacle, is they were trying to create this situation where they would be in a world of big things, and unlike Land of the Giants and 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 stuff like that, um, the uh, Incredible Shrinking Man, for example, um, they had more money though those two, so they were able to really create this world. That would be pretty cool. And I think they tried to do, I think they did a pretty good job with it. I think overall, I think they did really well. So I think that was almost like the part of it that was going to be the part that everyone wanted to watch was the fact that they were small and what were they going to deal, you know, oh no, it's a cat, you know, oh no, it's water, you know, and, mm-hmm. but. Oh no, it's a bee yeah. and an ant and. I mean, I can, I can, I can see that, but I just, 
I they was, the effects are good for the time, but one thing that bothered me was the proportions seemed to keep keep changing. Mm. Like they seemed one size when they were walking by the dead body, and then they see another size whether when they were at the test tube, another size when they were in the sink. Yeah. So I know that given the limitations of you know, technology at the time, that that's understandable. But it's just one thing that stood out to me. <laughs> yeah, I liked it when it was a dead body and it was just a photograph. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that actor, he he was um he was in <laughs> quite a bit of this 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 story, but mostly dead. Dead. <laughs> hmm. More, more, more screen time than just about anyone else. It was just a dead photo. Um, yeah, I, I think overall, I think this is a pretty good story for our actors. I didn't think um, Susan was that annoying. There's others that she's been more annoying, but I mean that's her character. Well, we don't have to worry about her much longer. She leaves the next episode. Spoiler. Well, come on, it's been out for 60 years. I know, so. I'm kidding. One thing that I noticed is doctors seem worried at times, and we don't I don't think we've seen that too much with this doctor. Yeah. He seemed generally worried as opposed to just like slightly concerned and blowing like, oh yes, yeah, so I'll take care of it. Well he um, said uh, he said at one point, and I think this was in a deleted scene um that they recreated. He, they were kind of like, let's just get our Barbara, especially like, let's get back to the TARDIS. And then the doctor goes, geez, it's usually you guys that, uh, you know, want to stay around and I'm the one who wants to leave. And now I'm saying we should stay and take care of this. And he's was worried about the insecticide potentially killing a lot of people or whatever. So he wanted to kind of, I don't know if that was conveyed in the three-parter but in the deleted scene I, I thought that was kind of interesting that they could have left that in there but they kind of glossed over it i think it might be mentioned briefly but it wasn't like it didn't stand out to yeah. me at least so i did want to point out that this whole episode i think was in keeping with the time of the period because i think silent spring came out around this time what came out this time? I didn't. Did it? Or what? Let me think of another episode. I'm thinking what? of a different episode. Never mind. Okay. Sound Spring, the book? I don't know. I, I, I don't know that. Oh, it's a, it was, it's I a have 60, to look it up. 1964, I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think he might end up with the next episode we're going to talk about then. Um, well, it, it's definitely um, something that. Um, is kind of like anti-technology or anti-pesticide or whatever. And certainly in the 60s and 70s with John Pertwee's episodes, we see a lot of this where, you know, they're talking about the Green Death and obviously the next episode we talk about um, that mentality, that, you know, quote-unquote hippie mentality of like, Mm -hmm. save the world. And so this kind of fits into that a little bit. Um, They're not as vocal about it they're just kind of like well this guy murdered someone so let's see if we can get him to justice message is always there but it's not in your face there Mm -hmm. it's more more in your face in the pertwee era well it it is but it's also more subtle overboard recently yeah yeah recently but it's the message is there and you get the message but it's not shoved mm-hmm. in your face like pesticides are bad it's like 
pest pesticides that they're doing are bad because look what's going to happen to Barbara and look what happened to this. But there's mm -hmm. also, oh, how are they going to get back to be big? How are they going to escape the bees, the cats, or oh, what are they going to do with the sink floods up? Mm -hmm. It's all that takes the, the the front court and the message is there, but it's subtle. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, you know, I think overall this is a, a pretty neat episode. Um, it's never been my favorite. No. It's one that I, I don't mind. I hate to say this, but over the years after I started discovering these episodes and video recording them off of uh, PBS, this would be one that I would not more watch. apt to go to because it's only three parts. Whereas, oh, yeah. you know, I don't have two and a half hours to sit down and watch well, that one. Or yeah, yeah, the shorter ones from the Hartnell era, if you're like, I want to watch a Hartnell one, but you don't have much time. Dang, you can do that. Yeah. Like the rescue and stuff I, remember, like that. I think if I remember correctly, I was really excited because, because this was three parter. I could fit it on a videotape with, um, uh, the um, edge of destruction, I think, because it was a total of five parts or something like that, or whatever. But I thought, I, uh, yeah, because you can only fit six episodes on a tape, unless mm -hmm. you do the certain speed, which is not the best quality. The, the lesser the quality, you could fit well, more. Well, no, six parts is is um two and a half hours, and a tape is two hours. So you would have to put it in LP or EP. Yeah, that's what I mean. Six, okay. But I tried to keep everything SP because I wanted the best quality. And so unless you buy a 160 tape, which is what I did, I had a bunch of 160 tapes that I could fit a six-parter on. And it would okay. snap. It's getting really tricky. <laughs> <but. laughs> well, no, I would, I could, I would get Trial of Time Lord on one tape if I put it on this, the you know, least quality speed. Well, yeah, I, just, I didn't like doing that because I wanted my Doctor Who to be better quality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I tried. So when you, I, when you I stick to DVD than Blu-ray. Hmm. When I recorded Chibnall <laughs> episodes, I could never get better quality out of them for some reason. I always put those on eight, uh, uh, Beta, Beta Max. <clears throat> or, yeah. yeah. Or, I just audio record them with a little audio cassette tape. And, and took pictures like telesnaps? Yeah. There you in go. Case, in case those episodes ever get lost, I'll be able to uh, say, hey, look, I took pictures of them. <clears throat> when they get lost. Mm -hmm. See, did did we not make a, a pact not to bash Chibnall and here we are, we're right back at it. I don't remember that. I did. I, I, I encouraged us to I do that. I don't know if everyone agreed to it or not. And yeah, we kind of broke that one in the first five minutes of this podcast. So first five Apparently, minutes. I think. Yeah. Well, I could edit this out, you know. No, well, I'll just, leave just, that on you. <laughs> okay. No, because we're only at twenty eight minutes. You gotta keep it. Okay. Now, we're we're winding things down for this. But I think I think I'm surprised we had more to talk about this episode than we did because in my mind I just look back at this and I was barely paying attention to this episode. I mean it's I've seen it a few times so I knew what was going on and I was doing research about it while I was watching it, but it didn't keep my attention that much. All I was saying when I was watching is, thank God this is a three-parter because this is boring. Well, I didn't think it was that boring. I mean, it did slow down with, again, the whole Barbara thing. But I, the parts that I liked, I liked seeing the telephone operator because, you know, that's a technology that's gone now. Yeah. And it's interesting yeah. the role that they played in, how, in solving all this. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't occur oh, yeah, to me the, that they could do that the kind switchboard, of thing. The switchboard. Yeah, the operator. switchboard. Yeah. 
Well, I think, you know, and you make a good point. This is the first time you've seen this episode. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very different when you see something for the first time as opposed to seeing it. I, I very rarely would ever watch something, especially like a Doctor Who episode, for the first time in classic Doctor Who and say, this sucked. I'm never going to watch it again or or whatever. I was excited when I watched these for the first time. I was excited to see this episode because I'd seen pictures mm-hmm. and my, you know, like the giant ant, like the pictures of the ant. Yeah. Looking at the ant. And, and my expectation was usually pretty higher than what we ended up with. Not all the time. There were some that were like, oh, my God, the Dalek invasion of Earth was much better than. But I was so happy to be seeing these episodes. And. Wow, Planet of the Giants. And then after it was over, you can then sit there and go, well, compared to some other ones, maybe this one's not as exciting and and whatever. But just the concept that you're seeing it for the first time, you're always going to probably like stuff better, except for the new series. Um, you might like it better. Um, no, I and, and always... as time goes, you know, I know as time goes on, you you start to look at it and go, we'll have to. I'll ask Annie in like two years, what do you think of Planet of the Giants? Yeah, I'm not gonna like rush back and watch it again anytime soon, but I'm so glad I saw it. Oh, yeah. I also want to yeah. point out that, that they got dirty in this episode. We don't really see that happening in a lot of Doctor Who. It put times when they should get dirty. Yeah, that's true. They they, they got all especially when they were in the pipe and stuff. They got yeah. all grimy and, and all that. They put some yeah. effort into that this time. Hmm. Well, Hartnell Hartnell episodes they often did, and you would see them. Like in those clothes on that episode, and then very often they would lead right into where they would go. Let's get cleaned up before we go out and get our, you know, get attacked by the Daleks or whatever. Yeah. And they they always did that. The continuity they they the show was generally one right after the other, mm-hmm. and they would always show scenes where they like they would have that cliffhanger where they go, like I think in this one they go, let's what's next? And he's looking at the screen. And Except that kind this of time led... the screen is broken. Yes, but in other ones, like like especially like um, oh, what was the episode? I don't know, but it, it kind of leads into oh, the one where he goes, oh, I got a bad tooth, and then <laughs> the next episode they go to the the Wild oh, celestial toy maker goes right into the gunfighters. Yeah. yeah, and and so they have to uh, usually they allow times to change clothes and stuff like that, and. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't you get changed before we go out there to deal with Marco Polo or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, um, so I think in a way the continuity sometimes in the Hartnell era is pretty good for the most part. Yes, I'd say so. You know, there's more attention to it anyways. Anything else about this one? I don't think so. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.